0: Thank you. Hello, everybody. How's everybody doing? All right, just checking. Hey, hey, now. Sorry, I see a lot of events, so I usually interact with the crowd. So this is very awkward for me. But anyway, um, let me introduce myself. All right, I'm going to try and squash the past 16 years into 15 minutes. Okay, so if I go too fast, say, Leila, calm down, slow down. All right, I apologize in advance. All right, brief break on about myself. My name is Leila Nyani. Leila is not my actual name. I gave it to myself. But yeah, that's a whole other story. Because I'm pretty sure on the program it says some other name. Yeah, that's my green uh, ID book name. That one you saw there. This one is my uh, alter ego, if I can put it like that. Anyway, growing up, I was obsessed with Whitney Houston and Michael Jackson. I loved them so much, every morning when I was six, I would wake the whole house up singing Michael Jackson songs. That's how obsessed I was with them. And uh, this obsession basically gave me a love for show business. And I always had a dream that I'm going to be in show business. So fast forward to my first year at varsity. I was still trying to find my show self by watching 100 movies in eight months at Sterkineko. I was actually one of 20 people in South Africa with a double platinum card. Guys, I had time, eh? I had my first class at 8 a.m. and then the next one was at five. So I went to Half Price Tuesdays and I just watched movies. So yeah, no, you have to forgive me for that one. Anyway, because of my obsession with everything Hollywood, I always knew the latest entertainment news like I literally knew. Like I was up to date, I was an encyclopedia. And my friend Bangi knew this about me and asked that I do his entertainment news uh, for his radio show on Kofi FM, which is the University of the Free State campus radio station. Please bear in mind, this is back in the day before we had access to information like we do now. We didn't have it as much back then hence, he needed me. So, um, me joining um, GovCFM, he introduced me to the management of the campus station, and instead they told me I should join their news team. So, as you're already aware that I had nothing else to do, so I said, yes, might as well. And this essentially, of course, this is where my love for campus radio actually started, at GovCFM 97.0. Of course, I started out as a news compiler, then a news reader, then I became the secretary, then the music manager, then an on-air presenter. At one point, I was also the acting program manager. I was busy, guys. I was just absorbing that information. I was just sucking it in. I was learning everything that I could possibly learn while I was at the station. Of course, I left um, FM to join MedFM, which was basically a radio station that broadcasted about medical stuff even though our show had absolutely nothing to do with medical stuff but another story and of course that station closed down 80 months later i went back to my love FM, only to be recruited a year later by another community radio station in Bloemfontein called mutera fm Uh, While I was hosting the weekday breakfast show at Motel FM, I was headhunted by the Central University of Technology. CUT had been struggling for about 20 years to actually establish their own radio station, and in their efforts, they had even built a studio, which by the time I took over was very outdated. I started my employment at CUT in September of 2013. By April 2014, I'd completed the application for a community broadcasting license, and I submitted to ICASA. Sadly, ICASA had a moratorium at that time. Guys, I was about to get fired. So yeah, no, good times. Oh, uh, by the way, what the university does, they, they, they hire like uh, Bafana Bafana coaches. You see, like Bafana Bafana coaches, you don't leave, you get fired. So I was one year in and I had not delivered, so I was about to get fired. So my stint with various community radio stations taught me how community radio operates, and this basically grew my passion for radio. Some practices were correct, some... (coughs) Not so much, but that's another story as well. But uh, my years at GovCFM, FM and Mute FM helped me to develop a vision of what a proper community radio station should be. My visit also to Radio Tigerberg in Cape Town also helped a lot. I saw a whole different view of what a community radio station can be in this country. Um, I didn't get fired. Um, just as i was about to get fired in september of 2014 nikasa sent me a congratulatory message that we had been awarded a community radio broadcasting license for ctfm and this is where my vision came to life started from the bottom now we're here started from okay i can't dance but yeah that was my attempt ctfm was born this is my baby ladies and gentlemen Uh, we had a party just before we went on in 2015, we officially went live on the 19th of January, 2015. We had a party there. There was a news article uh, at that time that said, Layla and her bunch of nobodies. Because everyone in the industry thought Layla was gonna go recruit her friends. Layla took 99% of kids that knew nothing about radio and trained and developed each and every single one of them to basically be at the station. And as you can see, this was my first group right there, and uh, there it's with some of the girls at the party upstairs. Uh, if you see here, this was the first analog desk that they had, and then I upgraded the desk to a digital desk as well, because the studio at that time was analog, and I also installed a Genesis player, so they can actually have a play out system. They were playing with the Windows Media Play, because before we went on air, we were an intercom on campus. We broadcast to the cafeteria, old school style, so things had to happy. And then, of course, uh, we also had trainings with a couple of people there. You can see with Gavin Mearing, he came down and he trained the essential people that were going to start broadcasting on air. We had posters. Oh, I was there. Breakfast show host in the first year. I saw flames. Yeah, no, I saw flames. Running a radio station and a breakfast show. Please don't try this at home, yeah? No, I saw flames. Um, I think the first year I got booked off five times due to exhaustion uh, because I was working like a dog. So this was our basically our first studio. Uh, Right there, these pictures and everything, and we're so happy we're on on the phone, so yeah, for the first time on 105.8, that's our frequency. Of course, introducing to you, CUTFM is an urban youth radio station based uh, at the Central University of Technology, Bloomford Campus. CTFM broadcasts in three languages, 60% English, 30% Lesotho, and 10% Afrikaans. CHFM went live on the 19th of January 2015. We broadcast to Bloemfontein and surrounding towns as far as 120 kilometers outside of Bloemfontein. Uh, We even enter into Lesotho. Yeah, we've had several callers calling in us from Lesotho. Uh, CHFM broadcasts on frequency 105.8 in Bloemfontein, and online you can stream us on our website. Next year, January, my baby will be turning five years old. Yes, I have a toddler, ladies and gentlemen. I have a toddler. My bundle of joy. Highlights. Um, our first Rams, we had 22,000 listeners. Within the first two years, we'd reached 39,000 listeners. Um, we've had several broadcasts in correctional facilities uh, for youth, basically rehabilitation, because our radio station is a youth radio station. So we're always focused on youth um, youth issues and dialogues. Uh, we also had a Girl Talk dialogue on rape, which got me into serious trouble with the universities. Just, just let's just say there was a lot of bras there and taking off of shirts and yeah. So those are some of the things that we do because there was a rape crisis on campus and so on. So we're always trying to intervene and come up with ways on how to attend to some of the issues that the youth are facing and the students. We hosted a movie premiere. Yes, this was last year. It was for um, baby mamas, yes. With, uh, who was it? Uh, Salamina Musese, uh, Dino Aganaka, Tembisa Modota, and the other colour chick, yeah, that one. <laughs> we hosted a movie premiere as well. Uh, we upgraded our studio, courtesy of MDD. I will show you later on as our new studios. Um, just last week, we hosted an outside broadcast at the Premier's House. This is the Free State Premier, where we were talking youth unemployment with her. And funny enough, she had her State of the Province address on Tuesday, and we were mentioned in it. So our day was made. Woo-hoo. And then. Um, Our breakfast and our afternoon drive are sponsored by major Networks. Uh, For example, our breakfast is sponsored by MTN. It's our second year with them. Our breakfast, our afternoon drive is sponsored by Vodacom. It's our third year with them. Um, Not to brag, but they literally fight over me. (laughs) (laughs) But that's another story. All right, uh, we also, at one point, also hosted ETV on campus. I almost went to jail for that um, because they came, we had a party on campus and I didn't get permission from the cops. Apparently the cops were also hunting me, so that's another story. <laughs> our programs, um, some of our our programs is basically, what we contribute um, to the community in which we basically broadcast to. Uh, Every year in November we host auditions for grade 11 and 12 learners and the chosen learners basically learn about radio from the 1st of December up until mid-January when the schools restart again. Sometimes these kids we take them on and they join the station and they learn more and we basically develop their skills. We make it a point to train and develop skills of plus minus 50 unemployed youth and students every single year. Uh, we try and find work for them, uh, we empower them, we find um, internships for them, learnerships, uh, basically any way for them to get paid. We try and find it and get it. So those are some of our programs. We've done sanitary pad drives in conjunction with our partner NGOs as well as the, the school shoes and other things as well. As I said, don't forget, 16 years of information just bottled up in there. And then uh, for our contribution to our small businesses around, we came up with a package for one eight nine nine per month for small businesses to advertise with us because they have the perception that um, radio is very expensive for them. Um, Yeah, school visits, partnership, local sports teams, we're favorites, our local sports team is the VKB Knights, uh, Cheetahs, and Bloomfontein Celtics, and we have partnerships with them on a continuous basis. And then these are my babies. These are some of the people that I've groomed. I didn't put all of them in. Apologies, I couldn't, you know, time is not my friend. But anyway, um, nevu Ngobeni, he's currently a music compiler at YFM. Uh, was our, fish, our first official voiceover artist at CUT-FM. He was also my newsreader when I was doing the Mute FM breakfast. So very good friend of mine. Uh, Kamu Moth, um, you will know she's on Soweto TV every morning with Tibor Touch and Kapo Mo, um, also one of my kids. Um, Mark Steenbok, he's on ENCA, he's a reporter on ENCA. Swanelo Munyani is a producer at Massive Metro. Uh, Ligudi is now a monthly regular DJ on Metro FM. Uh Maggie Molapo just joined 702. Christina Tsubuk was at uh, West Coast. I think she's in Equileni right now. And Ongezo Zibi is a journalist at ENCA. Those are just some of the talents that uh, we have groomed. And then this is a little glimpse of um, what our studio currently looks like. remember I showed you the old studio? So I'm just gonna give you a snippet of the new studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's basically a station outside, inside. Sorry, I said it's a snippet. And this is one of our OBs. Yeah. who we were broadcasting at Standard Bank in another small Wotabelo town Wotabelo called Hotaveelok. It was right outside. And then Tidy the
1: said, morning gods. Lots of love to you, uh, Jerry, Seshani, uh, Charin, Tadi, Malumetega, DJ Dog, LS, and all the kind of breakfast listeners. Lastly, uh, but my better half, obey Swagger King. Tell him I love you guys.
0: That's some cox Our breakfast show host. All right, and for the next three years. These are basically my plans to grow the radio station. Uh, We're gonna be applying for another radio station broadcasting license at our Valcom campus. CUT has two campuses, which is one in Bloomington and one in Valcom. So we're gonna be applying for another license there and we're gonna increase our reach. So it's gonna be basically be one station, some broadcasting that side, some broadcasting this side. Um, we've also been struggling to put together a radio academy in Central South Africa because we struggle a lot with radio training in our region. Uh, we want to do a major annual station event because we like things and we're young. Uh, we were, we want a mobile studio. I'm almost close to clinching that one. We want to increase our listenership. And of course, we want to become one of the leading youth radio stations in the country. So that's basically next three years. And then...
2: Danny. Oops. Started from the bottom now we're here. Started from the bottom now my whole team fucking here. Started from the
1: bottom now we're here. Started from the bottom. Uh thank you so much, Leila. That is a very interesting presentation. Um I'm, I'm very pleased that there are, you, you mentioned some alumni for, that come from your campus station. Because my thinking is, if we are not able to groom talent as a campus station, we should shut our doors. Because that is essentially where way we should exist to do as, 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 as universities that have campus stations. Um, I'll invite questions that anybody may have to. Wow. OK. We'll start here. Okay, sorry. Maybe let's please continue the conversation on Twitter as well. It's hashtag RDA19 and the power of 10. Hashtag the power of 10.
2: Hi. Um, So that was like a whole lot of inspiration, like
0: quickly. Um, So uh, I have a lot of ideas for my station, Boston Media House Radio. So how do you um, faction out the ideas that are out of the box, but a little bit too out of the box that maybe you can't reach right now and the ones that you can do right now like how do you separate them because I have like so many ideas so I'm
2: kind of having trouble with picking which ones I can try and faction to do right now and which ones I have to maybe say okay I can do this maybe in five years or in 10 years time
0: Um, I think we all know our capabilities as well as our limitations. You need to write down everything that you want to do and then break it down to, okay, this year I wanna do this. This year I wanna do this. Just like me, there's quite a lot of things that I want to achieve with the radio station but I have been unable to. But I did put them in my three-year plan so I know where I'm going. So you need to write everything down, draft it down and be realistic. Don't be in denial, be realistic with yourself. As in thank you.
1: We'll take another question here.
0: Uh, hi i'm also from bma radio uh
1: as th- in my opinion i feel like it takes a lot of strength and drive to uh build what you've built you know uh you have come like a really long way i don't know what's one thing that really um kind of motivates you to just continue and build a very stable uh station especially with the team that works together yeah
0: I was saying I'm getting emotional, just thinking of the answer. My darling, I have the best team in the world. This is my program manager over here. This guy walked into my office before I got a license. He looked me in the eye and said, Leila, you are going to employ me. And I was like, he sat down and waited in my office until I employed him. He's dedicated, he's passionate, he has incredible work ethic, and he's one of my proudest products i love training and developing people i love when my people win it's a drug for me it's like i get high off it so me having such a team it literally carries me like i was telling you the first year i was a one woman show the dumbest thing i ever did and i got sick Exhaustion five times in the whole year of 2015. I had to learn how to delegate. I had to learn how to work with people as well. Because before that, I'd built an events company and I'd done it single-handed, nobody was helping me. So I didn't know how to work with other people. But ever since I learned that, my team is amazing. I can literally go on holiday. I went on holiday for the first time last year because I could leave my station and it wouldn't bend down you get your team the most important you take care of them and this guy there's not a day that I doesn't pass and I say thank you not a single day when I say thank you because he works his butt off as well
1: um, can at uh, let's just take this question because we're almost out of time
0: um,
2: a quick, maybe to just reaffirm what she said, like uh, inspiration galore, if you had to sum it up into three points of what you did, because a lot of people say we broke the barriers, we did, but they don't tell you what they did. So you live there, you know, they did it, but you don't know how to do it. So if you had to sum it up three things that anybody's trying to revive, rebuild, build up like you did three things that they absolutely have to get right. And maybe three things that they absolutely have to let go of.
1: Very briefly.
0: Yeah. Um... Research, did a lot of research because of the whole license application. And I had assistant, that's the first thing you have to do. I did that sitting in an office all by myself for almost four months, doing the research, putting together the document. Um, Second, be open and give your kids a chance. Listen to them because they come with ideas and you shut them down, don't do that. Listen to them, implement the idea, develop the idea and work with them. I am really lost for the third one.
1: Uh, We'll just hear from
0: your... Um, People that know everything. Um, Work with people that are willing to adapt and are willing to actually contribute to your vision. So if Patrick comes with an idea, I say, yes, Patrick, let's do it like this or let's do it like this. We complement each other. Yes, I forgot the other one.
2: Okay, just to add on the, the team thing, you have to work with people who understand your dream and your vision and if they understand your dream they can carry it but the minute you can not explain it to your team then it get lost so you need to be open with your team and be able to hear what they say about that specific thing like you come to them and say in the next three years we want to open another radio station first of all there's a lot of things that you need to look into because you're not the only person that is doing that these people are pushing you to get that so you need to be able to explain that to them and make sure that they understand what what what
1: is it that you want and then you'll have proper results a very quick question in 10 seconds
0: i think uh, advice you know i've been in the same space as you as you're growing from the beginning to make it here. So when you dance, I dance too. Uh, well done to your team. I've been to your radio station also. They're just as great as I do. But I know managing talent, especially campus young talent, can become a problem. I just want advice on how do you deal with the eyes in the team? You know, how do you do? You have the mission, the vision. We're all in the same boat, but there's those who are trying to jump out. The eyes in the team. How do you deal with that?
1: Okay, in thirty seconds, please. Okay. Okay, it's
2: not easy to make, like a few minutes ago I sent a message in the WhatsApp group and I said, guys, I just like what you guys are doing on social media, we'll, we'll communicate about this during contract negotiations, you know, because they were promoting other radio stations, but people need to understand that they are bigger than the brand. Not that um, we, don't, we don't see what the talent is doing for the station, but sometimes in most cases, I always tell them that being on air is a privilege, and that privilege, we can take it from you. So the minute they have the whole eyes and eyes and eyes, take them off air, put in someone else. Two weeks, my darling,
1: it's enough. Uh, thank you so much, Leila, and to your team.